You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Uh, honestly, I really liked episode one probably more than anything. Like my the first original one I really enjoyed. Really, first yep. one. That's mm-hmm. honesty. Honesty. Honest? Swear to God. Swear to God. What about episode one? Made you like it? Uh, that was the episode with Bill Nye at the end, correct? If I'm not I mistaken. That didn't you yeah. come in with Bill yeah, Nye? Yeah, yeah, we talked about Bill Nye. The, one of the things, one of the things I want to talk about tonight too is is having to do with Bill Nye involves him. So mm. that's one of the things. And have you heard that I want to talk about? So that that's that was one of the things and. When you talked about Bill Nye, I thought initially, I was like, whenever I'd get a chance to get on the show, I definitely want to talk about that. Oh, nice. So, Well, I'm glad you like episode one, honestly. Right now, honestly, yeah. Hope you like all of them. But I, I wanted to bring up something from episode one since you're a, fin- a fitness guy. Right. Well, let me introduce you first. Jared. Jared Naffle, our buddy. So tell us a little bit about yourself first. Uh, so yeah, I'm Jared Naffle. Um, I, I'm a, I guess what you would call a, a fitness enthusiast. Enthusiast. To say the least. Yeah. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting my certification for personal training, so I'm very close to getting that, finishing that, and I want to start my career doing training soon, um, not long after I get that, so that's been a little bit of a process. It's basically almost a college you know, college course worth of uh, study to do for that, just by itself. Um, and speaking of, I went to, I have an associate's degree in fine arts and performance and music, and then I also one class away from getting an associate's degree in kinesiology. Uh, so I took all of the required courses basically to finish my kinesiology degree, I just didn't finish an English class. There you go. <laughs> yeah. English held you back. Huh? Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't get one of my last English classes. So, well, tell me one thing. What's Gym Monkey mean? Uh, Gym Monkey. Uh, it's actually a company that I am an ambassador for um, on Instagram. They are based out of the United Kingdom, from the Brist in the UK. Bristol, the UK, I believe. So, pretty cool. And there's a uh, Bristol in the UK. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how there's a Bristol, Connecticut, and mm-hmm. Bristol, Bristol, Tennessee, Bristol, yeah. Tennessee, yeah. and all kinds of yeah. yeah. Everybody's got a Bristol. Thunder I think. Valley. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, they are. They're a uh, fitness. Something. They're <laughs> they're a fitness apparel uh, company and. It's really cool. They're they're up and coming for sure. So they've been reaching out and and getting a lot of people for ambassadorships and things like that, and all all over the world too. It's we have a group um, on Facebook that actually we talk. And a lot of us are from different places. I'm you know I'm me being from the United States. We have a lot of people from the United Kingdom. We have people from Germany, Belgium. Uh, I haven't seen any far east yet, but I mean it's definitely in that area in in the Europe. There's a we, the outstretch is pretty far, and they have about. 31,000 followers, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. On Instagram. Nice. It's a quite it's, a, it's a, I think it's a funny name. You know, I mean, Jim Monkey is right. something. It's a term, you know, that you yep. use, but I think it's Monkey, M-O-N-K-E-E. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, we'll get more into that later. The reason that I, uh, <clears throat> first of all, thank you for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate you pleasure. making the drive, coming down to the river, jumping in the van. Yeah. You know, we appreciate it. It's, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, especially on such a hot day. So, uh, what I want to talk about from episode one, I brought up an article I read in the New York Times about how Running one hour a day. Yes. You remember this? Yes, Running I do. one hour a day. I, I actually really was into that segment. I really liked Over that Over 40 years. So yep. if you did it, say, from the time that you were 10 to mm-hmm. the time that you were 50, then it would add about three extra years to your life versus someone that didn't run during that Correct. amount of time. Absolutely. So you're a fitness dude. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. <clears throat> Do you run an hour a day? Not an hour. <laughs> I try to get out and do something involving walking or jogging or something a day for at least it's, 15 it's, to 20 minutes. It's but jogging. Jogging? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, sorry. The J is I'm silent. sorry. I didn't – yeah. I wasn't informed. You must remember the J But um, yeah, I try to get out and do something like that for 15 to 20 minutes a day at least. I try most, to. 
most cardio enthusiasts have like cardio day. Yeah. Right. Like, oh yeah. Today's cardio. Mm-hmm. To you know tomorrow's you know triceps and back right. you know, or whatever you know which there's which usually my my really focus on actually trying to do something for an extended period of time cardio wise is on a day where i'm not training in the gym so like on a rest day or something i'll go out and do 30 45 minutes like a longer walk or something but you know really most of the time during the week i'm at least three times a week i try to get out and do 15 25 15 to 20 to 25 minutes worth of cardio Nice. A lot so. more than me. <laughs> a lot, I mean, I take a lot of steps on a daily basis. <laughs> right. But, but no running. I don't know that you can call that cardio. Yeah. No. A power walk. Yeah. <laughs> Get the arms going, too. Oh, yeah. You got your little two and a half pound dumbbells that you're swinging. But you'll be Lifting. amazed. You'll be amazed how much that makes a difference, honestly. Hmm. How much that makes a difference in, in just overall general health period that if you're more active and moving around than just standing and sitting around or being, you know, kind of, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now off the top of my head. Sedentary. That's the word. Um, even just moving around, having an active job like that is much better for you than just being sedentary. I couldn't oh, sit in front of a computer. No. No. no way in hell. There, and there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of health, you know, there's a lot of things that are bad for your health for just sitting for a long period of time for eight hours a day in front of a computer. There's a lot of things that become overactive or un, you know underactive in, in muscles wise and musculature in your your neck and your back causing bad you know and after a while i can't remember the name of it it's actually a symptom to where you it's all right it, we're not doctors yeah no yeah i just can't remember the name of the symptom but it's like you're like hunched up like you would be sitting in front of a computer because you do that for so long without getting up and taking a break and moving around well it's kind of funny i think the birth of not birth but the like growth and the um explosion of gym gyms and gym memberships and all that that have happened in what like the last eight to ten years years you know um it's been fueled a lot by the office workers and people like yeah, that that have those kinds of jobs that need to get out and burn off that extra and then you know get that energy get out of that routine yeah that kind of thing so i just wanted to bring it up really quick because it made me think of it when i knew I, we were going to have you on the show about fitness stuff i was like what have we ever even talked about fitness wise on the show <laughs> and i'm like oh first episode yep. We, yep. we kicked it off very yep. first thing we talked with about. something fitness related but really yeah, cool. i think we're the joke of it was how much of a man i was for building my wife's <laughs> treadmill in 15 minutes but so anyway but i got a quick question real quick go for is it. it easier to run in place like on a treadmill or is it easier for you to go out and run Oh, or you know, do you, honestly, do you for more? me, for, for me, getting out and doing doing something, actually being out in you know outdoors and like you, that's better for me. Okay. Now there's there, there's some people that are different that they love being on a treadmill and they love zoning out to music or you know a, a, like watching YouTube, which I do that too sometimes. I mean, I try to mix it up. I don't try to always just go to the gym because being on a treadmill for thirty minutes at a time is really annoying to me, uh, and it's it's kind of arduous at some point to where like you get into twenty minutes and you're like. God, please just kill me or get this over with. But I mean, when you're outside, you're actually engaged and you're actually with the environment and you're enjoying the day more than anything. And, and so I like and, trail running or, or yeah, you... something like, or even if it's just walking outside in your neighborhood or something, I, I feel on that. I find that more pleasurable than to be in a gym staring at the back of somebody's head in front of me for 25 minutes. Gotcha. Hmm. You know, gotcha. and, right. and I actually, I actually use the time me personally, I use the time for kind of like a personal reflection or, you know, if I have something that, you know, I'm thinking about, or I feel like I have a project that I want to work on using that time that I'm walking or jogging or jogging or yep. whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I caught myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> using that time is using that time to kind of use it as reflection. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I think that's I'm common. Cool. I think that's pretty common. I mean, you know, r- running is probably the number one time that people are like, that's like, oh, that's my time. Right. You know, that's my, my clear my brain time or my focus time or, you know, whatever. Whatever. But, so. All right. I got it first. 
Everybody, have you heard? And it's the NBA Finals. Yeah. I got game five. Did you think that happened, Wade? Yes, I, I did. Well, I didn't think it'd be. Don't don't get me. I didn't think it would be a blowout where they hit twenty five three pointers or whatever they hit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched much of the NBA Finals, but but I you watched, heard about Game Four. Well, but no, I but knew. I watched part of the beginning of it. Like I watched right. th- when the Cavs were up like twenty something points and mm. just like when they scored forty nine points in the first quarter. Yeah, man, it was nuts. I was just like, what is happening? Like eighty six. Yeah. Was it eighty six like, in the first half? Yes, eighty 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 eight. Maybe, but I figured they were gonna. With the way it was looking, I was like, "Well, this is a totally different video game." Stuff. Did I? Did I? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Well, am I watching a game of two K or something or no, whatever? Man, they hit. They hit crazy. Thirteen or fourteen three pointers in the first it's half. Insane. Mm-hmm. Their stat line that they were reading at halftime was like a full game stat line. Mm-hmm. I mean, so to answer your initial question, I knew, or I don't want to say I knew, I felt the Cavs would win. That was a pride game. That was a you're not going to sweep us. You're not going to pop champagne in our locker room kind of a game mm-hmm. statement for the Cavs. But um, before I give my angle, you go on and <laughs> oh, talk about Okay, well, I mean, <clears throat> I'm glad it went to game four. I mean, I'm glad it's going to game five. I think it's going to go to game six, if I'm being honest. And I actually do think it will go to game seven. If it goes to six, it'll go to seven. Yes. It won't just go. If it goes to six, it'll go to seven. Well, that's true, because... If if Cavs do pull it off and win in Golden State, then they're gonna win in Cleveland, and then there will be a game seven. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting to if you listen to any other podcast about this finals right now, or any other, I guess ESPN radio or any radio talking about finals right now. It's amazing how much credit they've given Kevin Durant from the beginning, and then all of a sudden Game Four happens, and they kind of switch sides a little bit just because LeBron's now doing good. Like they forgot who he was. But are you saying that they're taking credit away from Durant? No, no, no. no. Okay, because I'm still hearing as much Kevin Durant. Yeah, he scored over 30 points every single game. He's been there the whole time. It's the other people on the team that have fallen short. So it'll be interesting to see how Game Five plays out. How about this though? Rewind a little bit. Okay, did you watch Game Three? Yeah, I did. So sadly, did you? Did either of you happen to catch Game Three? Okay, so absolutely not. So the Cavs lose. They're winning at home. Yeah, by the whole time. Eight or so. And then in the last five minutes, Kevin Durant goes on like, uh, well, the ca- the Warriors go on an 11-0 run. Kevin Durant scores seven of those 11, and they steal game three from the Cavs. They took the lead with like 45 seconds left in the game. Wow. And the best part is Kevin Durant shoots a three over LeBron. In LeBron's <laughs> face. In his face. <laughs> so... The question is this. If Durant doesn't do that and doesn't take over in game three like that, we're talking it's a 2-2 series yes. going back to yes. San Francisco or to Oakland. So that's the crazy part. Is That's why I said if it goes to six, it's going to seven because the Cavs will not lose at home. And if the Warriors don't get it done tomorrow night, we'll be talking game seven for yeah. sure, in my opinion. So History is on the line, too, if that were to happen. There's that old saying in hockey, which I'm – so good at segues. There's that old saying in <laughs> hockey about how the series doesn't start until the home team loses a game, and that's mm-hmm. why the the, NBA, the in NHL finals really haven't started yet, yeah. Stanley no. Cup, Mm-mm. because the home teams held serve. So um, the series started when the Warriors stole Game Three, and LeBron took it personal. So you can see the way he reacted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is a monster. It's it's so fun to watch him in throat slash mode. Because he's hardly ever in that mode, except for the finals. So let me ask you something, because I'm I'm not too much. I've I've been too distracted with the hockey to really be following the finals. So who, in your all's opinion, would be the more polarizing story between the two of them, between 
Kevin Durant and LeBron. And what? Just I mean, aspect. just a, like in, in terms of the finals. Yeah, in the finals. Which so Durant. which one's which one's a bigger story? You think Durant? Durant because of the way story. because of all the buildup that's been going on this season and prior to the season with him moving to a different team. Um, he's the main story of this whole year. Now, if there was no Durant at all, it would definitely be LeBron hands down because he's in his seventh oh, yeah. in a row. But this this year is all about Kim Durant. Yeah, LeBron didn't have to do anything except win Game Four, yeah. right? To not get swept, and that ridiculous, ridiculous Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. Did you happen to hear? I don't him? listen to him. I, I actually don't listen. He to He said the words that if LeBron gets swept, then you can't talk about him in the same conversation as Jordan. Why? As what? but he could lose Game Five, and you, he can still talk about him in that conversation. Stephen A. Smith says the most asinine things that, that was... I have ever heard. He and he gets paid so much money on such a huge platform to say what he says. It's and he's such a smart guy. Yeah. Like he is so smart to say some of mm-hmm. this dumbass stuff that he says. So <laughs> NBA... that's such a. I mean, how how could you even even assert? that because it's on the same level because he just because his legacy gets, and his dynasty period man he gets paid off hot takes so anyway i could oh, talk I mean, for I hours on Stephen yeah. a smith anyway everybody oh my goodness what did i do what did you do i don't know yeah. but how about this everybody have you heard about the stanley cup so we're talking yeah. here in oh, a couple yeah. here in a couple hours game six series hasn't quote-unquote started yet until the home team <laughs> loses a game but if the home team loses game six it's boom over. we're done it's over yeah. Yeah. game over yep. the series will start and finish in the same day i think preds are gonna win yeah i think what do you think Jared? That Con- i'm confident I'd, the predators win. i'm yeah. like I'm, i would put a lot of money on it's gonna go to game seven wow. they're not i think it's game seven a lot of money. oh yeah they're nine and one at home in the playoffs you know so i I think what they need to do is protect home ice, get to game seven, get a different goalie other than Pecorine because he has never won in Pittsburgh in his career, ever. He's never won a playoff game there. Yeah. That's cold. I mean, just go with what But that's the thing. That's what's so crazy to me is that Peck has had such a bad run of form because he has been so dominant at home. Yeah, I was going to say. And it's like as soon as he steps on home ice, he's a different person. He's a different different goalie. Totally different goalies. Totally different people on the ice. It's crazy to me. So, anyway, watch Preds. They're going to be on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Yeah, this is going to air tomorrow, so we don't get to know on the show. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> right. Uh, so, I guess the, we'll see. I have We're, the Penguins winning for the record, though. Malcolm has Penguins tonight in six. or yeah, in tonight. seven. No, tonight. Oh. I picked Preds in six. Obviously, that's not a possibility. But well, I'll here, take Preds in seven. Here's the other thing I was thinking too: is they're gonna the Penguins are gonna march in thinking that you know how badly they just dominated Nashville. That I think they're gonna overlook this next game too. They're like, okay, we finish this game, up, we're gonna win. So this is it, probably. So, but I, I feel like the I feel like the overconfidence is going to be their downfall. Probably. Just like we talked about Kevin Durant and LeBron James in basketball, Sidney Crosby is the best in hockey. Yeah, he already has well, two rings. He already knows how to get it done, whether it's away or at home. So, and he the, is, does the rest of his team do. He is the LeBron James of hockey. Though. Yes, he makes all of his teammates better. Yes, yeah. you give him. Yeah, he didn't score Morgan, a goal. Yeah, exactly. Then it's That's he just, makes him better. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That's why Malkin's such a monster and has 10 goals in the playoffs and now more than anybody. So people talking about, oh, he's old, he's old. So I swear I've heard the name of Genny Malkin for so many years. For a long time now. And dude is still dominating. And I know nothing about hockey. So, but I know I've heard that name forever. What you got, Hayden? Everybody, have you heard? Uh, that you can get arrested for selling counterfeit drugs. I I, fake. (laughs) Yeah. You, I mean, so really, you you probably already knew that maybe, but. (laughs) 
Uh, no, like, it's it's just a, as bad a crime to, like, have fake drugs and try to pass them off as real drugs and sell them to people. Just as bad? It's like you have real drugs. It's like you're selling real drugs. But the penalty, okay. So your penalty is the exact same. Basically the wow. same. Okay, so you get in trouble for basically. For being, selling it. For right. selling counterfeit okay. drugs passed off as real drugs. Yeah, I mean, they can kill people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, I they, mean, we'll suck can. in drugs, but. So, uh, last episode was our Bonnaroo episode. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I kind of messed up the date there. We're recording this episode a couple days early. So yeah. that's, you know, so it'll actually be a couple days. Uh, so maybe the Predators have won the whole thing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we might True. know that. Tell in the future by that point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Bonnaroo, uh, today's technically the last day of Bonnaroo. Uh, and so they've arrested this guy. Um, so I guess, you know, there's, there's police that patrol the campgrounds and stuff. And when they see fishy stuff going on, they... They kind of get involved um, as far as the drug stuff goes. Sure, sure. So apparently they roll up on this guy. His name's uh, David Brady. <laughs> Not uh, to be specific or anything. No, I mean, you got arrested for a felony charge. Your it's, name's out his there. His name's in the paper, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, David but, Brady. <laughs> so they uh, they bust this dude. And apparently he tried to, like, ditch his bag when they come up on him. So it was, like, just ultra obvious, too, like oh, of him yeah. trying to ditch his bag to the side when they were up approaching him hey i'm doing something wrong yeah like just just screams yeah me um but anyway so they they bust this guy with a thousand hits of fake acid whoa <laughs> oh my God. uh he had 20 bags of a white powder that i guess apparently resembled cocaine um 37 pills that look like ecstasy pills they're actually excedrin 37 is such an odd number i wonder <laughs> how many of those he's sold already that's probably very true. You would have just... Uh, he had 22 bags of fake mushrooms. Um, Same with that. And then mm-hmm. an incense stick that was, I guess... I don't know what kind of incense this is. It supposedly looked like black tar heroin opium. What? I wonder if he, like, melted it down and... I don't know. I, want, I don't that's even know strange. how that happens. I, is there a kind of incense that's a like a black gooey? Mm, maybe when you melt it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never, you know, tried to make fake black tar heroin it just interested (laughs) me i was like how did he do that um but so yeah he got a like i said you can go to jail for that and it's just it's a felony just like selling the real thing so a thousand hits of acid and 20 bags of cocaine sounds like something he could have started with but 22 bags of mushrooms and 37 what was it 37 pills of molly of what looked like ecstasy pills so Mm. I'm assuming they were probably colorful and had a little picture or something on them. But I'm assuming yeah. he started with 50 bags of mushrooms and 100 pills of molly. Yeah. And he sold them to people, and somebody went to one of those cops on horseback and said, Hey, I, I don't want to get in trouble, but that dude sold me some fake mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, these, are, these, I can't get in trouble for these, yeah. you know, but I wanted these to be something that they're not, and I think you should know that this guy... <laughs> Is doing this. Well, yeah, because especially, like, the one that's, like, the bag of cocaine, like, it could have been any kind like, of white powder. It yeah, could be I was like just about to wash it. I was sitting here wondering well, what like, he could have put. Baking soda wouldn't be so bad for you, but, I, like, apparently people have done that before, and they use, like, laundry detergent. Like, right. Oh, boy. Like. That's over. Yeah. I mean, just imagine snorting a big oh, line of man. laundry detergent up into your sinuses. And or what salt. that would feel like. <laughs> That'd be heavy. <laughs> yeah. 
or, I mean, just, you know, it'd be just yeah. terrible. Um, so he was apparently from Arkansas, and he was um, no, he was from New York. Oh, I'm sorry. He just had crimes in Arkansas. Wanted in Arkansas. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. wanted in Arkansas. Oh. Um, uh, for a bench warrant. Yeah, probably for like you know backdooring a pig or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, seriously, dude, making nothing. Fake hits of acid, fake bags of shrooms. How long has this guy been plotting this, this thing? He knows Bonnaroo's a long thing. 80,000 people at Bonnaroo. He probably doesn't think he's... How many other people are out there like him? Scumbags of the earth like him, you know? I'm mm-hmm. not gonna... It's, it's a special breed, that's for sure. So, God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> lock his ass Might up. not like... Send him to I'm, Arkansas, lock him in there with Tank. The one thing I can at least say is I have to applaud his entrepreneurship, at least. At least he had, you know, maybe that's... He's gonna make... He's trying to, just trying to make open money. open that but, door, because then you're I'm gonna be talking saying. about a and a whole bunch of other I'm not applauding him, my God, but... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? That water is actually probably the best thing that you can do for your health. And um, why... It makes sense. I mean, it, and, I, would, I would hope so. And I'd go with that. Your also, body is, what, 70% water? Yeah. yeah. And also why the big bottling and actual soda companies don't want you to have it so they don't want us to have water no. what do you mean well hell no they want us to buy oh, yeah. coca-cola classic exactly. brother absolutely mountain uh, dew <laughs> i mean red balls the- jayla can i have another red balls please <laughs> I was I was doing I just because I was interested in it because I drink a ton of water I drink about a gallon and a half of water a day I mean Ooh. just tons of water I try that's I, Malcolm Malcolm so, comes to work with a jug yeah oh yeah I bring a hundred ounces of water to work every day and yeah. I try and drink all of it which is I mean extremely good for you and so I was just curious I said well I want to know I really really want to know why that a can of Coke is maybe a dollar or whatever it is and so in some places ninety nine cents you can get a twelve oh, ounce shoot. twelve yeah, ounce yeah. can of Coke. 89 cents? Yeah, 89 cents. Yeah. Well, guess how much that 20 fluid ounces of water is at most places? Like $6. A buck 89, $2. (laughs) This was my my can of water. Are you getting that Fuji water that's like $6? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then there's there's different things like Fuji water and smart water and and all that kind of stuff. That's in the $2 or whatever, an up range. But if you just get Dasani or, you know, whatever, yeah. Or like things. Now, there's some place you get 89 cent, you know, fountain or, you know, like spring water but i'm saying the general thing that i've found is that water in and of itself is in, more expensive than a coke is and i'm and i'm curious as to why so i did some research okay i found out figured out that coca-cola for example it costs coca-cola one cent one penny to manufacture a 12 ounce can of coke wow and the liquid yeah okay and of course, and then you take into consideration all the other things that go into it, the corn syrup, you know, the food coloring, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. You're looking at maybe... The cocaine. F- yeah. You're looking at maybe five cents per can. So you, and, you, and you multiply that by the billions of whatever it is. And, and so I looked into how much it costs to manufacture a bottle of water. About the same thing. About, well, maybe a few cents to bottle water. Sure. Hmm. But you also have to think, why, why, then why mark it up? Because you're going to be, if you just charge the same thing. Do you think charge eighty a dollar, even a dollar, just for a, a, a bottle of Dasani, maybe eighty nine cents. Same thing as a Coke is. You still get incredible amounts of revenue. But that's about what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, you can get a ten ounce or whatever those circular squishy bottles that you have behind you. How many? How many ounces is that? Ah, uh, let's see. I think sixteen point nine. Sixteen point nine. Sixteen point nine. That's yeah. like that. That right there is like eighty nine cents. Yeah. So that beats it. That's about the same as a twenty ounce. Sometime when a twenty ounce. I is think on he's sale. meaning like if you go to the store and are yeah. buying the singles on the shelf like at the m- gas station. Most people, when they're just going out to get drinks, when that when you're say like you're on a road trip mm-hmm. and you say, "Oh, I'm thirsty. I really want something to drink," and you get it, you see, okay, there's a gas station. Well, let's just go just go get something to drink. For the most part, are you going to buy the 
bottle of water that costs two to three dollars, or is like, oh, a Coke's like eighty nine cents. I'll just grab a Coke. Well, or the water that's eighty nine cents. The problem is that people have become super fucking uppity about their water. Exactly. exactly. Well, there, there's like, that. There's like, that. I gotta have five dollar water. Well, yeah. Well, shit. That's the best water I could possibly buy. But here's the thing, too, is that I mean, it's incredible marketing because they want you to drink the coke and, and because they want you to develop the habit of drinking that as opposed to water. And you know, there. And here's another thing I didn't find out from research that even I probably should have already known, just being you know as what little knowledgeable I have, what knowledgeability I have in, in following, you know, fitness and stuff in the body is that water actually increases your metabolism when you drink it. 17 oh, yeah. ounces of water, 17 ounces of water actually increases your metabolism by 30%. Dude, every time I drink water, I get super hungry. Did you know that? I mean, water actually increases your metabolism by 30% and even becoming mildly dehydrated actually lowers your metabolism by 3%. I didn't I didn't even know that that had that much of an impact on your body. Well, that's why I, w- I wonder if that's like an evolutionary thing where like it's to help keep you alive. Yeah. But it's yeah. also another thing where people are that are going through weight loss trials or trying to lose weight, they only drink water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to help your metabolism. It's going to help speed things up, and that makes I total just, sense. I just didn't know that. I didn't know that fact, which was which was really interesting to me to come across. Well, my my push to you about why is water so expensive? It's because the water manufacturers know the demand for it, right. and that mm-hmm. they know that they can market it as I ionize zap yeah, my it's, water, it's, it's, and I can now charge you an extra three hundred dollars because I put electricity through this water. It's ingenious marketing on both sides. No, it's not. It's it's a ripoff. Is well, that's what, what I'm it saying. Is. It's 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 a. <laughs> I think that's water. how good marketing is. What works. I'm saying. I think that's what ingenious marketing is. It's the best way to to screw you I, th- I what i think that it is is i think that it's just people trying to make a dollar on whenever they can make a dollar on yeah. it's hot the the workout and the fitness boom oh you Jesus. know that we're still kind of in the middle i of. can't even begin to tell you the the, the stories and on how, how but what how, are those what are those people drinking they're drinking water right. so what are these companies doing i'm gonna sell more water, water and i yeah. am going to raise the price of my water the funniest thing i've ever seen with water is when they um advertise how basic it is when they want to say the ph level of their water and say oh how this alkaline water is way better it for doesn't you do jack this, diddly shit for that's what we'll drink regular water so my, but my up go. the price well, they'll yeah, up the price for it so i don't know i've never gone to a gas station or um <clears throat> Publix or whatever it is um and looked at the price of water or or a Coke and compared it and see which one I'd buy. I think I've just decided to go with the water and I'm not going to buy the highest priced water. Right. I'm going to buy whatever water there is, honestly. Yeah, I think it's funny when people are like, I have to have this water. Yeah. Well, and then they do yeah, the same they, thing. If they go and get a Voss or something. They do the same thing at... Um, fast food industry, like the fast food industry, does the same thing. Now, listen, I know that there's a difference between water fountain water, yes, and bottled water, yes, oh, yeah, but and Flint water, and Flint water, <laughs> yep. There is there is much very big heavy difference. Yeah, there's a heavy there's a difference. discrepancy between the two. There's a heavy sure, difference. But. So I I could go back and forth with you about water because that right there, that bottle of water costs just as much as a Coke. So that right there, it then becomes a choice. It's not mm-hmm. a, oh, I can't choose. Right. It's a, I'm a, an American that loves sugar, like, and my, that's, and like that's, myself, yeah. you yeah. know, that's going to choose this. Instead, when I say I'm hungry and I'm on a road, or I'm thirsty and I'm on a road trip, give me that Mountain Dew, not that water, because right. the water is going to make me hungry because it speeds up my metabolism. So um, I, I like the topic, though. Water is super important. I think another reason that it's super uh, expensive is because think about all the countries and the people in the world that don't have, have access to right. water. So, I mean, we take the, we take it for granted like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So water in our lawns and all that 
you know, taking 25 minute showers and whatever. So water is the most precious re- resource on earth. So supply and demand for that's always going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Charge whatever you want. That's yeah. disasters happen. What's the first thing a lot of quote unquote entrepreneurs and scam artists do. They go up and buy up all the all bottled water. water that they yep. can out of the store. So the stores don't have it. And they sell that to the red cross so that they can make a profit. Make a profit. So the red cross can donate it to people for free. So anyway, water is, there's always going to be a war over water. Yeah, which always is always a war over water. Yeah, it just it was really intrigued me when I actually kind of got into it and delved into it and actually looked at the numbers and looked at percentages and, and different things of how much, like I said, the discrepancy between the two is for you know what a Coke or you know sugary beverages in period in general and and what water is. It was kind of intriguing, but then of course it just led into everything else. You know, the health benefits that I didn't even weren't even technically aware of. So right. Yeah, it's kind of like the health benefits of running. Right. You know, it's the the regenerative powers of the body. The body has so much water that it's made of. So I'm sure that you give that, um, you give the body its uh, refuel of its yeah. fresh water that it needs, and it's going to be able to regenerate your skin better. It's going to be, yeah. you know, there's a lot of different things. There's, that, a, there's a bunch of things. Healing properties. Of, even even makes your brain operate better. I the, found that out too. The body's crazy, and all it really needs is water. Yeah. Pretty cool. Anybody? Everybody, have you heard? How about the baby bird? Have you heard about the baby bird that was trapped in a glob of amber? And I'm not talking about Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't hear about. It. No, I have no idea so what you you're talking about. about. This no so literal clue. Literally, just like the way Jurassic Park was pitched to us <laughs> by the, the crazy white-haired scientist. Right. Um, do you remember the doctor's <laughs> name from the movie? Malcolm. I mean, no, are you talking about the the creator? Yeah, like the old man. Yeah. yeah. The old oh, guy. the creator. Uh, um, what was his name? Was his uh, name? The name of the company was Engine. Crap. Engine. I'll t- we'll take Engine. So anyway, this is literally what happened. Uh, they found a glob of amber that was about three centimeters thick, and I forget the dimensions on how long it was, but right. it had the fossil of a baby bird in it, hmm. like what you would see if a bird fell out of its nest and was and it died in your yard. If you can picture that, if anyone's ever seen a dead baby bird on the ground. Yeah. As sad as that is, rest in peace, baby bird. But um, it got trapped in a glob of amber. It was about 99 million years old. How crazy did, is how that? How did they date that? The carbon dating and all say. that stuff that I don't understand. Did they have do to carb- under- did they do DNA stuff and carbon tests? Probably. Well, DNA, probably. something I did learn about it is um, Hayden could probably understand what a ha- explain to you better what a half-life is. But I know that DNA has a half-life of 500 years. What exactly does that mean? That means that it starts no, no matter what form of preservation it has it will start to decay after 500 years and there is no dna that can be extracted from something even if it's preserved in amber or a substance like that that's any older than a couple of million years old is what because eventually uh, it will all be turned into mineral and rock correct it'll mm-hmm. all be petrified. Like even though it's amber it's technically a rock yeah. right right so it's pretty cool and they were talking about the the type of um 3d reconstructions that they were able to do with the bird from the images that they have and from the structure that they've already got so Mm -hmm. like i said it's literally the whole body of the bird um but it's just a baby you know like i said three centimeters so it's you know how big a baby bird is um they're talking about how its uh relatives uh would probably have around finger type things and it coming out of its feathers out of its wings Claws. So it's, that it's something out. related to a pterodactyl, basically, or something, or, or a raptor, and then teeth in its beak. So, so it 
Yeah. The the I, dinosaur it's probably it's probably looks a lot like an archaeopteryx, which is like the bird. The, you know, you've probably seen it yeah. before. It's like a it's got feathers and it has those little claws on the end of its wings. A flying raptor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a fun. The one claws to say. on the end of the yeah. wings is what did it for me. Ar- yeah. Archaeopteryx. That's crazy. Archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. Never heard that word before. It's got an X in there. It's it's got all sorts. Of, it's a good looking word. Nice. So that's a pretty it's a, word. It's a good sounding word. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes you see yeah. those words, you're like, man, that's a cool looking word. Because it's spelled, man, that's a is sexy it spelled word. just like it sounds. Kind of. I, you're going to make me spell it on it now. Oh, I'm not going to try and spell it right now. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. the proper answer. So. Um. Can I do one? Yeah, yeah let's do this. Okay, I know it's it's not on the paper, but I want to do another one. Yeah. All right, let's go. Everybody, have you heard that you can like things on Facebook and get in trouble for it? By who? By what? The law. By, oh, the I thought you were going to say your wife or something. For your oh, I mean, well, yeah, we, yeah. Okay. I was going to say yes. What are we talking? Oh, yeah, about? Um, <laughs> well, not here, but at least in Switzerland, you can. Okay. Okay. All right. So that makes say, which yeah. makes sense. So the the court in Zurich found this dude. Uh, I guess this was like a month ago. Guilty of uh, spreading defaming remarks about an animal rights activist in Swiss- Switzerland. So like libel. Yeah, kind of like that. Hmm. But again, in it's okay. So it, like basically, the way the law is is you have to be able to prove that whatever you're saying is true. So you can defame someone all you want. If it's a true thing, like like they're a they're a Nazi supporter, you can say all day and defame the crap out of them, say they're a Nazi supporter if they really are one. But you can't be slanderous. You can't say things that aren't true on a public forum. Like they've got that's laws. a Switzerland law. So uh, actually, a lot of European countries have laws like that. So what if I know some information about somebody that isn't public knowledge, and I come out and say it, and people are like, "No, oh, no, that's not true." I mean, is that the kind of same? I, I'm thing? not a European lawyer, so <laughs> but it might be kind of the same thing, I guess. But the point is, is you're basically not allowed to sit. It'd be a lot easier to say, Mm-mm, "Bitch is lying." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so over here's, in Europe, this is listen. Yeah. To, this is this is how he got convicted. Okay, so he liked several posts that contained animal right that that claimed that this animal rights activist was anti-Semitic, racist, and a fascist. Okay, and so the way the court case goes down. Um, because, like I said, the the law is spreading false information um, is is a crime in a lot of European countries. Um, so, in all he did was like it. So, when you like something, it shows up in your feed, right? Yeah. yeah. You know. So, I haven't been on Facebook in forever, but but I'm it sure shows it up in other people's way. feed. So it's almost like sharing it. Okay. Okay. Um, but the way their defense had to play it was they had to try and prove. That the information was true. So, like, the whole... I mean, he lost. Okay, I'm just going to... I guess it. that's what my point was with my question. But, yeah, scenario. but his defense was to try and prove that this animal rights activist that he was slandering was a fascist, racist, anti-Semitic. Yeah. That's how the court... Because then it would have been okay for him right. to have liked that post. But for something like that, you're going to have to have, like, audio recording or print evidence. I was going to say, you would have to have some kind of viable evidence other than just something... Um, but they just they obviously cl- like came to the conclusion that the defendant clearly endorsed the uns- the unseemly content um, and made his own, and he was found guilty. Um, however, it's not like it's four thousand dollar fine. He didn't like go to jail for like time or anything like that. But he just got a four thousand dollar. But fine. he had to go to trial for it. Uh, I mean, I guess that's just how the or judge case. Ruled. That's okay, how I the judge ruled. Trial. I guess is really how we should call that. Um, so this was actually a. 
they actually went to Facebook about this, and Facebook, you know, with their power, basically got themselves out of it. Um, but have you? Yeah, I guess you said you don't use Facebook. I mean, do you use Facebook, yeah. Jared? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as. You know how yeah. the when you go to the it. like button, you can do love. Yeah, blah blah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you can know, react to it. I think uh, is it's what love, call it. ha ha, wow, sad and angry. Yeah. So that is this is directly why, because they realize that somebody got in a lot of trouble by simply liking something when a lot of times a like just means it, it, it there was no specific thing it's about funny it. or right it could be funny it could be whatever so now you get the option of saying i'm angry at this or mm. i think this is funny or this is shocking huh. so my i guess you said the guy got in trouble for posting it right no he just liked it that's all. What? all and it was, was a like, post like from probably an American. It was a third party. It was a, it was a third party source that was just, you know, defaming this person by calling him racist, anti-Semitic, fascist. Man. Wow. Weird. And he liked it. And wow. They came after him. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy is right. Somebody was bored in the office. Talk I? about feeling like someone's always watching. Yeah. You know? Jeez. Yeah. Ooh. So, I mean, if you talk about freedom of speech in America, I guess we have to add freedom to like stuff, stuff on <laughs> but social media. Well, no, media. yeah, this obviously, you then can again, like whatever you want on Facebook. Think about here. this. Like, what a pretty aggressive counterterrorism tactic, you uh, know? Yeah. Like, I mean, if this guy is talking anti-government stuff and you're going around liking it, what does every bio of every terrorist that we've ever caught say? Oh well, they had anti-Semitic literature in their yeah. apartment, or they had anti-American literature. You know, doing this, they went over to Afghanistan for training in 2012, or all this stuff. Yeah, so There's that seems something. like I guess I just now thought about that. That seems like a pretty aggressive angle to anti that way of thinking. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, true. we're not even going to allow you to it's think still that not way. Doing that good of a job though. <laughs> no, true. But well, this yeah. is in Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland's pretty neutral. Yeah, you know, I mean they get uh somebody acting out like that they don't take kindly to it i suppose like listen no 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 we're neutral <laughs> but i just i just thought that was so don't drag me in yeah this. don't yeah keep me out of this no i'm switzerland <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was all i got about that but. oh yeah well everybody have you heard about this chinese video that came out um, I forget the name of the prom- province. I couldn't pronounce it anyway. It starts with a Z. <laughs> it's one of those. Um, there's a video of a taxi that hits this pedestrian, right? Um, and the pedestrian lays in the street uh, for about two minutes. Uh, there's bystanders. When it gets when the person gets hit, there's a bunch of people on the sidewalk. Uh, it's busy as a busy intersection, excuse me. And then there's a lot of other cars driving by. Mm-hmm. People standing there watching. No one comes out to help. Um, the person I don't remember if it was a male or female. No one comes out to help, and female. then female, and then another car comes right driving by, doesn't realize it, and runs right over. Her. Wow! Not um, just another car, an SUV with a <sighs> bunch of people watching. Right? Still, well, like forty-ish people or so God. in the investigation. When yeah. people went, when they went back and looked at it, there was forty or so people that they were. Um, trying to speak with about why they didn't do You're anything. You're saying like the security footage, you right. could see that 40 people just well, You know how TV China is. Whatever. China has all these cameras everywhere. Yeah, you know? there's people everywhere. People so. everywhere. Um, so the article that I read that brought the video up was talking about people in China dealing with their own morality and the way that things have gotten in China and the way that they 
view each other, the way right. that they view their outlook on life or their future, mm-hmm. or the way that um, the Chinese country has, you know, kind of pushed morals aside um, for the way of government or the way of a dollar, things like that. They live underneath a cloud and a blanket of smog that's crazy, and they continue to manufacture goods that are harmful i mean people knowingly manufacture goods that are harmful to the masses in china um so this instance kind of is starting to highlight apparently in china um how we don't give a damn about each other and i think that the biggest country on earth if they can figure it out how to give a damn about each other and if it's something that's starting to matter over there Hopefully it's you know going to yeah, reverberate over. over the entire yeah. Far East and over that. Um, well, we're not the only ones that buy everything from China. No. So if China changes its ways as far as like their minimum wage and their living conditions and their environmental controls and their then and that's they, the point of the article. They're doing it to themselves. Yeah. They're doing it to each other. They're doing it to their next door neighbors. Like it's not that they're doing it to the rest of the world. But like, could you imagine though? Like just seeing that happen to be like, oh, look at that. You know, well, yeah. think about the outrage think, in America. Oh, if, if, yeah. If the Could you first, imagine the first person that saw it didn't run out there and help or call the police? Or, yeah, or, or try to stop traffic or something, or yeah. try to at least do that. So wave it, people down. Apparently, My God. It's, you know, and that's and that's just pretty much the public um, overall thought over there is that they yeah. have really not much to look forward to. They don't they don't have a future that is bright in terms of their country. And things like that. I mean, you read the same article, right? Yeah. I mean, what popped in my head was the... I think it's been a couple of years now, but there was a video uh, and story about a guy literally jumping onto the subway tracks just to save someone else. And that was in America. Mm -hmm. I saw that video. And that became pretty popular. I think the guy ended up getting the key to the city, um, some medal of... The yeah, highest civilian, civilian, the highest, yeah, the right. highest medal you can win as a civilian. So it was like a guy that like fell and passed out on the tracks, right? Yeah, and the other guy literally jumps on top of him mm-hmm. and saves his life. So it's incredible. It's like, I, the, did you the version I saw? They had the clock ticking, like where it says like how many seconds until the train's coming. Yes, and you see the guy on the tracks, and it's like I think it says like thirty eight seconds until the train's going to be there. And the yes. dude just leaps down and like gets him up, and he's probably up back over for like seven seconds before the train comes. Incredible! Wow. But I think of like when you see pictures or um, video of this clip, which any anyone listening should definitely go and look this up. But she gets hit by the first car. There's enough time for anyone watching to take care of her before Somebody, the next car shows up. She would have been injured, and she oh, would have yeah. had to go to the hospital, but she would have been alive. Yeah, if they well, gave if they gave a damn about each other, even if they just came in, so I don't know. I don't know what the mindset is like. That article is bringing something to light that I don't know. When you first read an article like that, you would just assume it's just news of someone getting hit by a car, but it right. actually turns it a different way, saying, "Wake up, China! It makes how you do you think. View, how but are the, you viewing each other?" You say, "Wake up, China!" I say, "Wake up, all of us!" Well, yeah, yeah. You know, just as it's, human beings. It's a bit, period. It's just a good Samaritan thing yeah yeah, they they recently because of something before then that happened in china where they started to enact some good samaritan Mm. type of laws Mm -hmm. um but then this happened in this province and it you know kind of it's kind of starting to wake people up and it's just a thought that i have um about all of us 
like I said, giving a damn about each other, really just caring about your neighbor, caring about uh, your local establishment, your government, uh, mm-hmm. in your city, as opposed to necessarily the federal side of things. But we just really don't know who our neighbors are uh, by first and last name. And it's just, so we're not the only ones. And it's China's not the only ones. No. And, you know, what's going on over in France with their elections or the UK with their elections or wherever with their differing elections, these crazy outcomes that they're having, like it's going on everywhere. We don't trust our neighbor. We don't, you know, so hopefully this type of thing will help China to figure it out and they can. Yeah. Show we all got to care more. Yeah. I, we're starting to do to, do it too here in America. Yeah. There's a lot of public forums where people are saying, look, enough's enough. Yeah. You know, enough is enough. So anyway, we can move on for something deep. Everybody have you heard that, uh, well, Adam West passed away. That was big news. Batman. So the original Batman. I never got to see actually any episode of him. That used to be one of those shows that would come on from time to time on like TV Land when I was in like rerun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They had to be reruns. This show was oh, only on for three seasons before yeah. it got canceled. Oh, I've yeah. only seen a few episodes, but I got to watch the very original one. Yeah. At one point. Very sad. <clears throat> but I'd... you've watched Family Guy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Adam Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy mayor. Oh, nobody messes with Adam Weed. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, my God. That, I think that's one of the, that is one of the times that I've laughed the hardest watching oh, that yeah, show. Oh, yeah. There have there been a few times, but that part where he loses his mind over his light bright board, I think it's probably been his... <laughs> that, that was... That was Adam West's best moment. He was moment. the treasure of the show, for that sure. Was, that was Adam West's best moment on that show. I'll say that. <laughs> well, to in me. Batman, he did a really good job of, um, apparently, like you talk to people that were children back then when the show was on, or you talk to adults back then when the show was on, and he appealed to both. Yeah. You know, he made oh, yeah. it fun for kids, and he made it witty for adults, and it was really kind of one of those rare types of shows. Kind of sad. His, yeah. his voice is super iconic. Oh yeah, you hear his voice and you know who's talking. You know who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that goes into your "Have you heard, um, Hayden?" About so rest everybody, in peace, Adam everybody Adam. have you heard? So speaking of DC, old school DC characters, um, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. came out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it made a record. Um, it's the biggest movie of a woman director. Of all time, um, they've done 103 million dollars in sales. Um, is that just in the United States or is that worldwide? I, I would, I think that I don't know. Oh, that I was, was just, I was what, just, I was just curious. That's, just <laughs> what, that's what they just, had on, just their, wondering. Uh, on the, just yeah, curious. On the but news. the director was a female, yeah, 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 perfect. She's killing it, that's right. Um, oh. so 103 million dollars, uh, it was the largest of all time. Uh, the previous record holder was actually 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> At eighty five point two million, I didn't know that that was a woman director. By the way, in that movie, it makes sense. I would assume so. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. it makes total sense. No, 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 no. That's not sexy enough. Not redo it. <laughs> I guess yeah, she'd be Run the one back. to know. All the women that are going to come see it, no, nope. that's not mm. provocative. Nope, you better <laughs> do it over. Um, another cool, you know, when you think of like superhero movies, you also think of like there's the the level of cheesiness. You know, like when I you look at like the Mar- the Avengers, they've and been all those so campy. Yeah, they're just like. What does campy mean? Well, like I don't know. Like I get the best way to describe it, but they've been like so. They're just too uh, nerdy and too like silly on some like, things. Yeah, and... they're kind of just <laughs> okay. You know, like all. And but my point know. is, is well, on Rotten Tomatoes, the Mar- all the Marvel movies and stuff, they don't really get too good a rating. You know, they're usually yeah. just like, it's all just action and there's not a lot of substance. Is really what 
the ratings it gets. So this movie actually got a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Which is very high. For, 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 yeah, for especially a superhero for Rotten Tomatoes. Movie. For, yeah, they're usually very critique For a non-sequel other. superhero movie, that's super high. Oh, yeah. But uh, most of them get, of course, they're like in the middle ground. For this one to get a 93 was actually kind of kind of high on, oh, the, on the score. Um, also, another cool factor is more women went to go see this one than all the other big movie releases of superhero movies. And, more, of course, it makes more sense. Than, it was 52% of ticket sales went to women. Wow. So more than half, which is not the ratio for no. all the others. Mm-mm. Hold on. How do they track that? Uh, I'm sure it was just like a, it was probably on a select number of ticket sales or something, yeah, okay. like a survey. You know, it was yeah, probably Fandango's never asked for my gender. Yeah, so. <laughs> the you know, when they always ask people to take the survey for them or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, when they're selling yeah. you tickets or whatever, like go to this website and take our survey. No, nope. pretty sure that's what it was. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Have you seen it, Hayden? Have you seen that? Uh, um, no, you know, no? busy life. I was in a wedding this weekend. So, was, oh, has true. anyone seen it yet? No. no. So I'm no? going okay. to go see it. I was you... just curious. I haven't watched it either. I don't know. So. We're going to talk a little more about Wonder Woman later, but, but I way. was just curious if they kind of made it in the same a little bit more. I don't know. They did it. We'll see. Not not as campy, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I, well, that's you my, used that, that word twice now. All I, right, you know. Okay, Wait, I mean, right. I get the general idea of what it means, but I don't have an actual. What de- I don't have a real definition for it. Well, who the but hell you're did... using it? Okay, that's like saying the word big. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let me find a better word. For no, it. no, stop. No, I'd stop. So, who did you hear use the word campy that you took it from? I've heard a couple of people can't call it. Campy. How old are they? <laughs> One of them's my age, which is twenty-five. You've never heard campy. I've never heard campy. I can't even think of a. Well, like, I don't even know where to begin. I, I, I would say like the way it sounds would be like it's something that too much of the information, too many of the jokes, and too much of the stuff that happens is like for the people that are just in that camp. Like the ultra nerdy Marvel guys, yeah, I mean, only get half the jokes because they're like inside jokes. Jesus, how lazy have we gotten with the English language? Campy, who's <laughs> too campy? Because I mean, only that's how old. I would take. Well, it, it wasn't. It was, and I mean, even then, like it's kind of still kind of more geared. It's not geared for a, an older audience, too. I guess is the best well, way no to shit. describe it. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, no shit. Yeah, but I mean, at the still at the same time, it's only your camp gets it. We'll call like, it campy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So do you? You don't enjoy superhero movies, no, I, or I, I enjoy some of them. What's I haven't, that? I haven't watched Logan yet, which I really want to, which I'm excited to see because they've said it's gonna, it's like that darker, gritty. I mean, it's rated R. Whatever, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's rated R. So mm. I don't know. Maybe that's just my taste necessarily. But I mean, I know. I, mean, I like pre- Deadpool too, but in, I mean, in the previews, it straight up shows him just like cutting people to pieces. Well, and it's and it's <laughs> and to sure be it's... and to be fair, I think it has to do with a little bit of my bias because I like the characters that were in those movies portrayed. Like, I liked Deadpool. I liked Wolverine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I liked Cable. I liked different superheroes like that that weren't, like, mainstream superheroes. So, I mean, I guess they have to make the mainstream superhero movies more mainstream so that way kids can like it, too. And kids no, can no, enjoy no. Le- le- let me get this correct really quick for the audience. Logan is not a child movie. No. No, 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 no. no. That's, not that's not what I'm saying. No, Logan is... From what I understand. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> don't take your kids. Please. Yeah, don't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't show that one to uh, when they have the kids night over. But that may or may not have been what you just said. Everybody, have you heard? About Lyft and what they're trying to do with their business. You know who Lyft is? Yeah, it's the Uber's, Uber's comp- competition. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so they're trying to, you know, move Uber out of the way. With this move, this strategic partnership with this company called Newtonomy, which is a MIT-based um, company, MIT, mm-hmm. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Please. That's not where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> the big dogs. Yeah. All right. So anyway, it's the, the guys that went to Vegas, count, counted cards, and the what the movie 21's all about. Okay. All those MIT brilliance, yeah. right? So they are the ones that patented and first came out with the software, the hardware, the whateverware for self-driving cars. So hmm. they now, they're based out of Boston. So Lyft has taken the partnership on with them, and they are going to pilot this in Boston in 2018, where they are going to have computerized cars come and pick you up and take you to the bar, or take you home from the bar, or take you to dinner i had i had heard like they're like i think this was actually uber because uber's trying to do the same thing they're yeah but lyft to... has apparently made the connection with this company that's right. got it figured out like their ultimate plan is for like big cities like that where people don't own cars kind of like how it is now you know like everybody like in new york a lot of people <laughs> didn't own a car they took a taxi or whatever so and it'll basically get to where no car zones like you'll the whole city will be a you don't no cars come in here right only self-driving cars and the whole city it'll be like a government or like a city owned infrastructure thing where all these cars are just part of like a a social service right but they can also be privately from private companies like uber right right, lyft and all these you just they're constantly just circling the city or they're basically the point is is there's always going to be one near you so anytime you need to go anywhere you're 10 seconds away from one Hmm. And they're wow. always going to different places, and people are just getting in and getting out, getting in and getting out. And they just go everywhere. But the plan is to have no cars in the city, real cars. In the super big cities. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the really dense areas where that's what they – and plus, when they're all computerized like that, there's no traffic. Like, everything flows. There's no braking and stopping and braking and stopping that idiot that won't just go and whatever. Right. right. Like – they're all synchronized via computer together, so it always is moving, and there's never. Or the traffic. kid driving down the road trying to hit his bong and eat a cheeseburger at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so it, it would just increase productivity like exponentially. But I thought it was really I, cool, man. I don't know if I'm That's okay with that though. I wouldn't get it. I'm not one. okay. With no, that God, idea. no. Could you? Um, no. I mean, hyperlooping it from big city to big city and Uh then electric self-driving cars while you're there. Because if something goes wrong in that computer system, my God. No, I'm not saying I wouldn't ride one. I'm just saying I wouldn't. Well, the statistics already are, you're more like, they're better than real life. Like, really? In those, because they've, you know, there's hundreds of them on the road right now that they've just been testing and prototyping constantly. Yeah. And they, less people have died in them by percentage than all cars so far. I don't think I'm afraid of one at all. I've never seen... <laughs> the I, only guy that did die was actually in one of those Tesla auto-driving cars. Yeah. You know, where it was like an autopilot mode, where you still have to be aware of what's going on. But it'll keep the accelerator. It'll make sure you stay in your lane. It'll do that. But if something comes upon you suddenly, like, it's still on you to make sure you stop. Yeah. And he was just basically straight up reading the paper and ran into something and died and wasn't actually paying attention but so from my view from my standpoint like if it's a if you're at disney and you're going on one of those monorail things if that's not if that's a computer that's fine i've never seen the driver for those so i could care less if it's mickey mouse driving it um if it's a subway that's fine too i honestly could well it's on tracks yeah i i really don't care but 
this idea of it all becoming um, for a dense area of a city. I I don't know how an emergency vehicle is going to get in and out of there quickly. It's programmed. If an emergency vehicle comes, I'm sure it just knows to, they all know to get out of the way. And they will all. I'm a, sure there could be some kind I of hope yeah, so. signal sent out. Or so if there's, weird. if for whatever reason this lift car comes to pick someone up and um, traffic has to stop just for a second for that person, but I don't know, maybe they're handicapped or have some issue and they're taking forever to get in the car. They mm. all just, apparently they're supposed to be courteous. And that was one of the initial programming hurdles was like, they're too courteous. And so like what happened is they had one that stopped at a four-way stop, but none of the other three cars would make complete stops or none of the other three directions. The cars, you know, everybody does a rolling stop. Mm. Yeah. And so since none of them made a stop, it wouldn't go. Like um. it was being courteous to make sure that it wasn't gonna wreck into going somebody to be in danger because so it would be sitting there everyone else would come up kind of roll and be like this guy's not going okay and like because it would have like a three second delay or something to that effect like so it'd wait for that car to come to a complete stop then a three seconds before it would go and nobody would ever meet <laughs> the requirement funny. that's interesting and it got stuck there all day we'll see and that's <laughs> the thing get it. the thing that worries me about it is like the machine takeover not that machines will take over but that machine that machines will run our lives or do so many of our important functions to the point where some computer genius could hack into it and control it. Yeah. You know, that's that's I guess kind of the thing. I'm not comf- totally comfortable getting into a computerized car oh, coders that, and- that I'm just going to put a GPS coordinate in and it's going to take me there. Coders and hackers get so are so far ahead of the curve now. Well, it's just Well, and you don't. We don't know what all they can do. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. For everything that we think that they can do, they can probably do two more things. You know. So I agree with you, Wade. There. That's. I think that's too much technology. That's too much. Well, I don't. I don't know if too much or it's just something that I'm kind of resistant of. I mean, hell, I don't even have Facebook, so <laughs> I, I am the anti-technology. But well, anyway, even even for someone my my age, I, even I I feel like that's too much technology. So anyway. I don't know. So I got another one. Everybody, have you heard about Jordan's recent shoe that went for about a hundred ninety thousand dollars? Oh, game worn shoe. Game worn. He mm. well, he wore them during the eighty four Olympics. I think that was in LA. Oh, that was when he was really young. Yeah. Oh, it was yes. an Olympic. That's a, that's game a young shoe? Jordan. Yeah, that was like oh, Olympic dang. game shoe. But the rookie shoe... was that his rookie year or his second year? Yeah, Didn't I he get drafted know. in eighty three? I couldn't tell you. I want to say Jordan got drafted in 82 or 83, and then he would have been a rookie or... Anyway. Probably. Bad A the whole time anyway. It's not Dream Team shoes, but... No. But $190,000? Um, no. Which is more than his last shoe what, um, that went for over a hundred grand. Um, The flu game shoes that everyone knows about. <laughs> the flu game, yeah. Where he... Had whether flu. Whether or not you want to say he was sick, they call it the flu game. Um, But... Oh, dude, he had a hundred and two and a half or hundred and three degree temperature at halftime. So, I mean, you could call it flu or not, but one hundred and three degree temperature is one hundred and three degree temperature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, he played a fantastic game, and those shoes ended up going for about a hundred and eight thousand. But God. it it's incredible what people will pay just to have a, a pair of, of shoes. A I think piece the of history. The most I've ever paid for shoes, which is still ridis- ridiculous to people, is two hundred fifty dollars. But current shoes you were going to wear or shoes that you were going to put up on a wall and show people? Like, because right. this is not some shoes somebody's going to wear. They're going to be like, no, look, they're, yeah. they're look at my $200,000 Jordans I got. That's why you buy two. Yeah. Speaking one, of. One for the collection, one to wear. Speaking of incredibly expensive shoes, have any of y'all seen about 
what's his name, whatever his first name is, Balls, new shoes, whatever his new that new. Don't, player. don't, don't. I'm just bring saying. Him onto this show. <laughs> don't bring him onto this show. He doesn't deserve. Oh my, my god! Listen. I saw that and I about laughed for about. Two he doesn't minutes. deserve my thoughts. Lonzo doesn't. He doesn't. No, Lavar. Lavar. Okay. Does not deserve. What's well, Lonzo too? Well, that's people, what I'm saying. I was like, listen, whoever his name was. What are people going to do if we talk about Lonzo Ball? They're going to be like, who the hell is that? Let me Google him. And oh, then, let me get into that. Now that's going to happen because you brought it up. <laughs> well, I'm – Thanks, I man. I was, he just said $200-something dollars, and I was like, my God, I didn't even think about those new shoes that I sold at. Like the reason they have to sell them for $200 is because LeVar Ball is smoking crack in his basement making those himself. Oh, that's fine. Like he's just staying up all night just <laughs> – I'm sorry. I did not I did not mean to jump down the rabbit hole. Oh, man, I was I I had literally zero percent knowledge of what was going on. I was just saying that that is an absolutely outrageous price to try to sell for those. I people. would hate that dude a lot less if I wasn't a dad. Probably well, that's fair. The fact no, that I'm I mean, a parent makes me fair. hate him even more than I do. So he kind of sounds like a dickhead, but I'm just saying. Just go 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 Google. Any, I'll, I'll have to actually look into it. Like I said, just go but, Google any interview that you've seen him do with anybody, fair. and then tell me that you want to talk about his shoes on a public airwaves where people go look them up and maybe buy them. I wasn't endorsing his shoe by any stretch of the imagination. If any BRV listeners buy a ball shoe, Wade will be very very. very <laughs> no, I was fair. saying, if anything, I was saying, please for God's sake, do. Not spend that kind of money on a shoe. Yeah, he's a so, douche. I'll leave that hashtag out. He's a- <laughs> what's the, what's the most you ever pay for a pair of shoes? For just like wearing or for like exercise for anything? Any. Uh, Whether you're gonna hang them up or jeez. Um, I spent hundred eighty five dollars on my weightlifting shoes when I was competitively doing Olympic weightlifting. Huh? How much would you have paid for them though? Not much more than that, because there were there were some there were some that I saw that were cheaper than that, but I wanted to buy them because I knew I was going to wear them for a long time, and they were going to be beaten to hell. Thanks for joining us, everybody, for Have You Heard with uh, Jared. Thanks, Jared, for joining us, man. We're going to talk more in uh, story time. Appreciate it, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.